Hey everybody and welcome into episode 30 of the Nerd Mosh Pit. Yes, 30 episodes later, we are still here somehow and it's because of all of your love and support. So thank you all so much. Um, on this episode, Matt, Kenny, and Nick, we are talking about A Quiet Place and how good that was. Some video games as always, some news about video games as well. We also talk about the new Hearthstone expansion. Kenny can't wait to open up all those packs and start telling us everything about it. We also talk about shows that we hate that everybody else loves, so I hope you guys enjoy that. It was a fun discussion. Uh, it got a little negative, but uh, we, we cut it off early there uh, before it got too dark and dastardly, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Please remember uh, to like and subscribe, five-star reviews. We really do appreciate it. We can't thank you all enough for everybody who does that all the time for us. We love the discussions. We love all the fan favors. Um, please remember, if you want to join the conversation, follow us at Nerd Mosh Pit on Twitter. Also, email us at gmail at Nerd Mosh Pit as well. And we can't wait to hear from you guys, and we hope you enjoy the episode. And... Morty, global acts of terrorism happen every day. Uh, here's something that's never happened before. I'm a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick! I'll change everything. Yeah, well, and this is episode 30 of the Nerd Mosh Pit, everybody. Welcome in to episode 30. I'm so glad I did not record our earlier conversation. Because I think it would have been kind of cool. It would have been. It would have been. We are not talking politics on Nerd Mosh Pit any time of the day. So Yeah, you guys are so lucky you don't let me talk about that stuff. I, I'm lucky. I, with you, there's this whole thing called the fucking edit button, and I'll just pull it out. <laughs> um, well, anyways, congratulations, boys, on the dirty thirty that is the Nerd Mosh Pit now. Oh yes, hey, dirty thirty. Huh? Yeah, we are dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. Yes. That's it's fantastic, man. We're running right on about we, our year as well, so you know we're we're right we there. We record. We record kind of every week. Yeah, you know, Kinda. 52 weeks in a year. We had 30 episodes in about a year, so, you know, we were close. We were close. Uh, it's usually my fault. So. Nah, it's all good. I'm, I'm just as bad as anybody, so no yeah, worries. We're, we're all to blame. <laughs> I like that, Nick. You're never to blame. Nick's just like, whatever you guys want to do, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick is just the most peaceful pacifist ever. Like, of course, we can do whatever you guys want, and you're two hours ahead of us. Yeah. It's, you're fucking, the... it's fucking almost midnight where you're at. Oh, you're yeah. Like, well, we can record later. That's fine. Yeah, no worries, guys. Let's just keep pushing it I'm back. Like, Who needs sleep? Nine o'clock is so late. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love doing this, so it really doesn't matter for me. Absolutely. So, you, Absolutely. you know, you know me. That's the key. We all gotta love doing it. That's why we've been here for the thirty. So, uh, boys, uh, what's been going on since our last episode, man? What y'all been getting into? Uh, can I, can I let me you let me go. get this off you my go. chest right now? Get it off my the little, chest little, with my little rant that has nothing to do with our nerddom. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Anyways, <laughs> Leslie got a my wife Leslie got a um, cabinet on sale. All right, she was super excited about it, and she was like, "Can you please build it for me?" I'm like, "This is your mistake." Yeah, I'm like, "Sure, sure, I'll build it for you," because I actually love building things. I find it therapeutic. Yeah. I, I like doing it. And I didn't do it the first night she got it because I just wasn't in the mood. I got home tonight. I was like, all right, I'm going to eat some dinner, and I'm going to go ahead and do this. Instructions were super vague. All right, so we're talking about a thing that has 
at least 20 different pieces and the instructions Wait. are only three pages long where was it from nick it was from target okay not ikea but kind of as bad okay keep going. kind of as bad <laughs> so anyways um there's like 20 pieces plus all the screws and what all the other stuff that came with it so i'm separating everything out doing what i normally do and i get this piece where it's where the hinges go for the doors on the cabinets okay so i gotta i gotta screw this one small wood piece into this longer wood piece so i got my drill i was drilling things away and and then when i came to that smaller piece against the longer wood piece I was drilling that too, and I was like, as soon as I started drilling, I was like, I should have used a fucking screwdriver. That that thing oh, fucking no. split in half. Oh. And my wife, and my wife was, yeah, yeah. My wife was sitting right there, and her face just goes, like uh, it, it just went from. She was watching a TV show, and she was just all happy that her cat oh, Nick, was being made, Nick, and your, all of a sudden, her world just crumbled. No, your big mistake. You never make that in front of them. You make it separately. And then they won't even notice that. I know, but it was, was a true. crucial piece. She <laughs> never would have known if you had just not done it in front of her. It, it was such a crucial piece, though, to where regardless, she would have known either way because it wouldn't have been done. <laughs> it wouldn't have been done so properly. What, you wouldn't have been done properly. So what surprised I, what I've hidden. <laughs> so what he's I got some either... shitty furniture all over the place right now. <laughs> and I'm good there's just death stuff. traps waiting all over Kitty's house. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple of. I'm and I pride myself. I pride myself on putting furniture together and stuff. I love doing it. And tomorrow I get to either A, um, order that piece from whoever made that, or B, go to a hardware store with that wood piece that I split in half to find something that's the exact same size or something that I can cut the size to make it work. And it's probably it's probably like for Micah wood, huh? It's probably not nice wood. Yeah, it's, no, it's definitely not nice wood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not particle board. It's not that, but it's definitely not a nice wood. Okay. Well, I wish you luck on whatever journey you are led on. And on the next episode, I hope you let us know if it was ordered or you had to go to the hardware store and be a so, hardware nerd. It's funny. So when I first moved out, we went to... Oh, can I just... I, can I... Hold on a sec. Like, and I'll let you... I, I can't wait to hear your story. Go ahead. But I, I had this, this whole thing about, like, the hardware store, like... It's like it's as bad as like going into like a GameStop lately because if you were if you say something weird or dumb in there, I feel like I get judged worse at the hardware store than anywhere else I go and shop for things. <laughs> you know that little thingy? And I get judged by assholes with no fucking GEDs or anything. They're fucking <laughs> working at the hardware store, fucking hoping no one asks them a fucking question. And then when I do, I feel like I am being harshly judged by the fact I don't know what a fucking furniture dolly is called or whatever the fuck I'm looking for. So, Dude, I, I feel the same way. Like, I'm not, like, you know, my whole family is very, like, handyman. I can fix everything. I'll just build a house. Who needs to buy one? You know, but, like, me, I go to the hardware store with, like, a piece of pipe, and I stand in the plumbing section, and finally someone walks by. I'm like, hey, I need this. <laughs> I need like, this. <laughs> <laughs> but it sucks because it's like, man, if you gave me, like, 10, ac 10 minutes access to your computer, I could just shut it down. Like, That's like, what I'm know, saying. Now, like, like, I'm the same way, dude. Like, if I just had access to the items in front of me, like, if I knew where shit was at, 
and I yeah. had a list of names, I could I could get it handled. Like I can I'm I'm pretty decently handy around the house. Like I have repaired toilets and pipes and drywall. You know, I've done lighting fixtures and you know, I've done a lot of it. And especially growing up, my dad was, you know, he was a contractor and I did a lot of that stuff, but I go to a yeah. hardware store and I'm like, I need one of those like pipe things that it looks like a J. They're like J pipe. I'm like, well, yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah, let's see what you let's see what you're talking about, and I'll let you know if we're talking the same language. Yeah, right. And then they give you like a dirty look, <laughs> and then they're just like, uh, we'll follow see, me over here. It, it's funny because like whenever we have like a plumbing issue, we have a plumber, and her name is my mother-in-law. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> we'll, We'll literally go, oh, better call the plumber. And we'll call my mother-in-law and be like, hey, uh, something happened. We don't know what to do. And like, she'll be like, I'll be right over. And she'll come fix it. But, like, it, when I first moved out, I when we first moved out, we went and bought a bunch of furniture for our place. We went to, of course, where else? Ikea. Uh, I've never been there. The maze of I, hell. Oh, yep. I, There's I've not enough fucking there. Swedish meatballs in the world to last as long as that fucking maze takes to get through. Right. So I'd never been there before, and I went there, uh, and we bought some stuff, and I was like, oh, this shouldn't be bad to put together. And I literally (laughs) spent, like, two days putting together dressers and cabinets and everything, and my dad, my whole life, has ran his own cabinet and countertop shop. So he makes professionally made cabinets that will last you a 100 fucking years. Like, these things are fucking bomb-proof, right? And they're... The high quality and handmade quality in. shit we're talking here seriously though right <laughs> he's really proud of it but like he walked into my house for the first time when i had all that stuff built together and he does this thing where he walks up to a cabinet runs his hand across it and puts his thumb like underneath the lip and then looks underneath it it's just something he does like you take him to a restaurant and he does it on their front counter (laughs) he's judging them harshly it's like me with a computer i'm like looking at the back of it when i'm like at the store or something you know just like oh i've seen one like that but he walks in and he looks at the stuff and he looks at me and he goes you know you could have fucking called me right you know I could have made like everything. <laughs> I was like, God. I was like, but you would have charged me. He's like, just for materials. I was like, it would have cost as much for materials for all the stuff that I paid. And he's like, yeah, but all this is gonna fall apart the second you move it. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it'll be fine. Our dresser broke when we moved. Our fucking cabinet broke. Like, Learn the hard way. I know, right? That is hilarious. That is the IKEA way. That's what you get, man. That's just your dad like feeling that I to- he needed that I told you so moment. So oh, I really bet he did. felt so great yeah. in that moment. I bet he felt so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's if you told him the dresser broke. I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have fucking told him. I don't know if I ever told him about that. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah, said because shit. if you did, he probably was like, "Yep, I was right." <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't have said anything um anyways past our lack of usefulness around a home uh yeah so with that being said guys that watch anything fun and awesome play any cool games anything like that uh i actually watched a uh new show that it's not new it's about a year year and a half it came out I texted you guys about it earlier. 
Um, it's not the best show in the world, but it's highly entertaining, and it's called the Santa Clarita Diet. So it had, I, I feel like it had a really long gap between season one and season two. I don't know. I, I, I if someone's out there and they're really into Santa Clarita Diet, uh, let us know. Like hit us up at Gmail nerdmoshpit gmail dot com or on Twitter at nerdmoshpit because I feel like that took a really long time between seasons for that to come out, especially considering like Netflix is usually pretty on top of it, like timely wise for the most part. Right. But just, but just a brief synopsis for listeners that kind of want to know what we're talking about. Um, is Santa Clarita. I don't Drew, know anything Drew, about Drew Barry, the show. Yeah. So. Well, Drew Barrymore stars in it as well as Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. So basically what happens is Drew Barrymore, um, gets a virus and she becomes undead. All right, but she's not like your typical zombie. I don't know if she's she just does, walking. Does she around. become undead or does she just like need to feast on meat? No, she is undead. She okay. doesn't have a pulse or a te- heartbeat. Okay. I guess like I watched like I think two episodes of this and I was like, Yeah, this is fucking like weeds with zombies and I'm not into it. But it it I've always been kind of interested in that comedic comedic aspect with zombies kind of like uh Shaun of the dead but Shaun of the dead is a fucking gem yeah I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't mention Shaun of the dead with this in the same yeah that, I, I that's why i said <laughs> Shaun of the dead is a gem but this being a show that revolves around kind of a kind of an original idea because this really i don't know if it has been done like this before when it comes to zombie flicks and zombie shows to where she's uh, undead, but yet she still has. Well, there was a movie. She's still sweet. There was a movie, and it had Jim Carrey, and I believe he turned into like a vampire. Oh uh, yeah, and he, yeah, but it's the same idea. He had to like feast on meats and people and things like that to survive. Well, this honestly, what this reminds me of is uh, there is the. It was like an, it was like an eighties movie in the early nineties or something like that, and it was called uh, My Boyfriend's Back. And the dude like turns I into a fucking that. he turns into a zombie and like he's still like the nice you know hunky fucking football player whatever he was and she was but all there's nuts. something different. Well, he was like eating people and shit like you know and she was trying to hide it. I think I don't know. I I haven't seen that movie in a long time. So if you're yelling at me dude. about what the actual plot of it was and if it's nothing close to Santa Clarita to Diet, I apologize. Never, never seen the movie that you're talking about, but I remember seeing previews for that. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it when I was a kid. Uh, it was you know. It was on some but anyways, channel. Anyways, continue. On, Santa Clarita real, I'll make it real brief. But anyway, she's still sweet as can be. She still loves her husband, still loves her daughter. But her personality has kind of changed to where she's on sexual overdrive. Um, uh, she's a little bit more outgoing, more willing to take risks. Um, but other than that, she's still kind of the same person except for the – hypersexual activity it's kind of like taking risks it's kind of like i zombie without taking on people's personalities thing right so i i found it to be pretty entertaining by no means is it on any any remotely any kind of level as Shaun of the dead but it is it does have comedic value um there are some laugh out loud funny moments um it's it's i i honestly think it's it's a pretty good show i think it's kind of well done the cinematography is pretty good the acting's really good 
Um, by no means it's the best show out there, but it is entertaining. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, well, what, anything else? I mean, Oliphant's the dopest though. Like I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. What's he been doing? Like what's something the Oliphant even been doing lately? Dude, wasn't he in that, um, he was in another movie that was like that other zombie type movie. What was that called? The other, Remember, the, like it took the, place, the strangers it took place or something. Kansas. What was that? It took place in Kansas or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like the strangers or the others or something like. What yeah, was something that? like that. He did a good job. In the, or I like oh, that, movie. dude. I can't think of any names right now. Hold on, I got. I'm IMDb in this shit. Let's yeah, we got to IMDb it. But Timothy. Oh, the crazies! Shit, the, the crazies. crazies! God, yeah, I'm sorry, was... everybody out there yelling in their cars at us right now. The crazies. The crazies. That's right. I haven't seen him in anything other than that was the last thing I, I saw. Just, man. I just had his IMDb up. I guess I could look. Let's see here. What's his last thing? Okay, so Santa Clear to Die. He's in Snowden, Mother's Day, and The Grinder. So he hasn't really been doing a whole lot of anything except Santa Clear to Diet. It's a good actor though. He's I like I, mean, I like Timothy. In in. I like Timothy. Kenny, you like Timothy? I don't even know who you're talking about right Timothy now. He looks Oliphant. like Josh Dumel. The dude from Justified. Justified. Yeah. And he kind of looks like Josh Dumel. You didn't watch Fergus. the you didn't watch the Crazies either? No. Really? Yeah, Crazies what? is pretty good. I'd figure you I'd figure What's you'd dig name? it. Timothy Oliphant. Did you like the Crazies, Matt? I I thought it was pretty good. I dug it. Um he's hit he was Hitman. Can you remember like the Hitman? No, I didn't watch it. Uh, Deadwood? You watch Deadwood? Nope. What? Wow. How did you not watch so he, Deadwood? I just he really has time. How about what about what about Dreamcatcher? That old remember Dreamcatcher? Yeah, I saw I saw Dreamcatcher. Yeah, he's in Dreamcatcher. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking him up on IMDb right now, but he did it. Yeah. I did it. I did it. Um. He was in the office. What? Uh, he might have been in the office for he I don't was know. Just in for like an episode. Speaking or two. of the office, uh, I tried to watch it again. I've tried it multiple times, and you loved it. And we are going to play a game called "Movies I or Shows I Hate That Everybody Loves." You didn't even right. talk. What'd you say? Can I just mention that the Hearthstone expansion came out today? It did. I saw this. I actually pre-ordered it. It's the first expansion I pre-ordered in over a year. The Worgen Wood, or what is it called? The Witchwood. The Witchwood, yes, the Witchwood. The, they were doing a sell, and it was. It's usually fifty cards for, or or forty cards for fifty bucks, or fifty cards for fifty bucks, fifty packs. Yeah. And they were doing a sell with twenty bonus packs, which is a pretty. I mean, if you follow Hearthstone, that's like a huge deal. That's like a huge discount. So I actually opened about 76 packs of cards while we were talking. Is so that what you were clicking for the whole time and not saying any words? Yep. Because you were waiting for legendaries <laughs> and rares? I got five of them, man. I did pretty good. You got five that's legendaries out of it? Yeah, that's a good pull. Packs. That's a good pull. Usually, that's a good well, pull. They, did a, they did a new thing. So if you open 10 packs from an expansion... Your first time, you're guaranteed one legendary in those ten packs. Nice. So, too bad all the expansions sucks. I just <sighs> looked at the deck list and they all and all the all the uh, 
once I got stuck. But well, okay. well, I the one thing I like about this new expansion though that I've seen because I've been doing a little research on it because I think I wanted to get it um, was the transformation cards. Like that seems really cool. Like I totally dig that. What do you mean transformation cards? Well, the, because on there's turn like they change what they do on turns right they turn from one character to the other they'll switch like health and, oh, and, yeah, yeah. and attack yeah. um Dude, and, and the idea of like a war again that turns into a werewolf like their transformation cards yeah do the same yeah. thing so yeah and they done they did so good like with this one with like announcing it and everything it was so fun it did was hilarious when they were in it the woods so oh dude i loved it they're like discovering oh the cards oh it's another one where did this come from <laughs> and they're going oh my god nerf it nerf it nerf, it, nerf it to the ground hey speaking of blizzard stuff uh blizzcon next month tickets on sale are, are we gonna go yes okay we missed last year there's a birth yes. of a child. We, I did not. I did not pursue BlizzCon last year because of a birth of a child. So I want to go this year. Don't blame it on me. You were I, I didn't. Did I say your name? I said a child. I said a birth of a child. It could have been anyone from your second child to the baby Jesus. No one knows. All right. That's true. That's true. He could have but... been celebrating Jesus' birthday on that day. <laughs> you That's never know. True. You never. Maybe I had uh, a nephew or niece born. You know. You never know, dude. I'm so glad because the night Heather's water broke was the Friday night of BlizzCon. Yes. I would have been so drunk. Yes. <laughs> we talked about that on the show. It's awesome. Yeah, well, also, uh, so shout out to my cousin, Michael. Uh, this guy hit me up. He's like, hey, are you going to go to BlizzCon this year? I was like, yeah. He's like, tickets go on sale in May. I was like, how did you know this? Like, you never want to go to BlizzCon with this. How do you know this all of a sudden? He's like, well, I'm thinking about getting back into raiding. You know, I created a character on WoW, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, dude, awesome. You know, and I'm talking to him. He's like, oh. Uh, and I was like, so we should get on the same server and all this? He's like, well, you know, I think I should let you know uh, I'm dating a chick who raids. I was like, ah, so you're doing it for the nookie. Not because uh. you missed the game. <laughs> you're doing it for the nookie. That's a pretty cool reason, though. But you know what? There's a lot worse reasons to play WoW than for the nookie. So. Yeah. Exactly, but the uh, um, um, or for the cookie, I, I do want to mention that, <laughs> or for the Fred Durst, yeah. Uh, I do want to mention before we talk about um, our little game we want to play, um, I did watch through the whole Netflix Rotten series. Ooh, um, it's about uh, food, food, the, food waste, the food markets, but it's really, really interesting because it goes into business side of things and how there's so much food we eat daily that's just made in such a corrupt way with business deals and stuff. So if, you, if you're if you interested in kind of like businesses acting shady and stuff like that, you probably really dig it. And I've also almost done – I don't know why I watch it because I hate him so much, but that's how good of a publicist he is uh, – The American Dream which is a four-part series on basically a four-part biography on Donald Trump. Oh, um, yeah, I saw that one. And it's um, actually very interesting as well. So so I watched a couple of things before we get into our game. Uh, Touch the Wall. It's a swimming documentary, and I was super into it because I used to be a swimmer. If you, uh, if you hadn't noticed Stay by the here. look at my body, uh, I used to be a swimmer. I was um, an all-star swimmer. Fuck off, Nick. It's my story. <laughs> um, 
I had to one up you there, man. But it's to. a it's a documentary on Missy Franklin, the uh, female gold medalist uh, from the last few years of the Olympics for the United States. So it's kind of her journey. This uh, the documentary takes place on uh, her trip before London, where she was. 16 years old and then went and set a record with like set like five gold medals for the female racing like it's it's a phenomenal documentary it's a really cool following of the tale because it's also with carolyn joyce who is also an olympic swimmer and it's kind of the rise of missy and kara kind of struggling to even maintain you know the ability to be on the team so it's kind of a really cool kind of uh rising star and, and falling from grace type tale and documentary. It's really cool. I really recommend it. Um, that, that does sound pretty good. And for the record, I was an okay swimmer, not a great swimmer. Well, that's, I was, that's I was okay. That's too bad for you. I've got, I've got records in the city of globes. So, <laughs> Uh, and actually, it was my, my my brother was the better swimmer because he got to swim when he was older. Like I stopped pretty early because we moved to you know we moved into California and they didn't have really swimming teams yeah. out there and stuff. Uh, my brother was you know he was always in state meets and state you know it, he had he had some hardware for swimming. My brother was very oh, wow. very good. Um, so. The other one I watched, though, was Mavericks on Netflix. And this is a British documentary series on all of their Mavericks of sports from, like, Great Britain and Europe. And I watched the one, because I didn't want to watch, like, the foot, the football soccer ones. So I watched the one on Snooker. Do you guys know what Snooker is? It's, uh, uh, about it's basically it's basically English billiards. Yeah, and uh, English billiards. It's played nice. a little differently. You gotta, you know, there's a, there's a little bit more strategy to it and style to it, um, and you can like completely clear. It's not about like stripes or solids or anything like that with snooker. It's a little bit different rules. But what was funny about it is they started talking about like how snooker was a gentleman's game and it's literally like dudes in like vests and smoking jackets playing billiards all stuffy and shit and Dope. this the maverick of snooker was this dude named alex higgins and this dude's got like he literally is like the wild thing of snooker billiards and he's got long hair and you know he's uh, he's just like a rock star. He's you know, he's wearing sunglasses, um, you know. And what I'm, I just a couple of things like why I recommend you should check this out is mainly because this dude is just a straight badass. Like they literally are talking about he would like he would like fuck with his competition, right? Like he would do shit just because it wasn't in the rule books to not do it. And everybody else was trying to be a gentleman about the game. And he was just trying to be an asshole. Like, he was just trying to mess with people's minds. He would do things like he would uh, pick up the cue ball if he, like, scratched or anything like that. And then he would lick it before he'd give it to his competitor. And they had to make a rule in Snooker that says you couldn't lick the cue before you <laughs> gave it to somebody. Because he would just do shit like that. <laughs> I love how trolly that is. It's the God. best, right? It's the best. <laughs> you know, shit like... Um, you know, everybody wore a, bo a bow tie because that was a proper attire, but it was never in the rules. So he would come in with a bow tie, like into the competitor, and then he would take it off like during the match and just like throw it down on, you know, and just do nothing with it, like just just because it wasn't in the rule books to say he couldn't. Um, 
He sounds like a snooker god. He the, like and he was rules. like he was like he he broke all the rules. He won a championship, and then it like talked about all these other snooker mavericks that you know wanted to be like Alex Higgins and all this stuff, right? And it, there's just one last quote before we move on about it. Um, he they were like, yeah, you know, Alex was you know he he got used to get really pissed off at me when he would order his drinks because it'd be an early morning snooker game, and he'd order an orange juice. And he came up to me, grabbed me by the scuff of my shirt, and said, God damn it, when I order an orange juice, I mean a vodka and orange juice. And if I order a vodka and orange juice, I mean make it a double. And I was like, this dude's awesome. I love it. It's like the, it's like the Johnny McEnroe Snickers. It's awesome. I, I recommend Mavericks just because it's fun to listen to the stories of these amazing athletes that have kind of, they fall from grace because they're just they're animals like they're just straight animals is what it is they're just party animals so uh, how, like what was the time kind of frame show. of this matt yeah. how long ago was this guy playing or is oh, he still playing now uh, alex higgins was playing back in like the 60s and 70s and he just recently passed away like in the early 2000s according okay. to the show i believe it's like the 2000s late 90s or something like that so Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was hilarious. I I can't recommend it enough, especially like Kenny and Nick. Like Nick, the history of it you would love. Kenny, you would dig it just for the pure badassery of some of these dudes that are on there. And I watched I watched Snooker. I watched one of the footballer ones. Um, and there's a couple other ones that are pretty good in there. But I, I recommend checking it out. It's on Netflix right now. Um, but yeah, there's one. We'll get in some video game news afterwards. Let's let's talk a little bit about TV shows. Um, First off, uh, the I want to play a little game because I I realized like I I've been trying to watch a couple of shows right like I, I've been trying to you know get back into them and there's a couple of shows that I try to watch every once in a while because everybody talks about how great these shows are and how you you have to watch this show it's so amazing it's so good and I try to sit down and watch it and I'm like this show sucks like it just is balls like I don't like it. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to start off with the yeah. show and we're, I, I want to, you know, obviously we, I kind of buried the lead earlier, but a show that I just don't like, and I can't get into that. Everybody seems to love that. I talk to is the office. I just cannot. I hate Michael. Scott. I hate Michael Scott, issue. dude. We got an issue, son. That's fine. We can throw down, bro. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Hey. I, I'm somewhat in agreement with Matt, but I do like the office, but I don't think it holds a torch to uh, parks and rec. Absolutely, Nick. Hundred percent. The Parks and Rec wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the Office. I get that. I know, but Kenny, Parks and Rec is just better. But it absolutely would, because the British Office would still exist without the American Office. Well, the American Office came because of the British Office, but Parks and Parks, Parks and Rec. Compare, you can't compare Parks and Rec and the Office. Absolutely, because Parks and Rec no, is better. You can't. Parks and Rec is funnier. No Ron Swanson is much no. better. Than Ron Swanson's a better character office. than anyone in the office. Uh, Dwight no, is I, the only period. character that could hang with the people in Parks and Rec. Dude, yeah, Dwight, Dwight and dude. then to to an extent Jim because of all of his pranks. It's, it's but it's not about a single character in the office. It's about the whole office. Everyone yeah. contributes. Michael so well Scott to that is show. fucking nails yeah, on Michael a chalkboard, dude. He's yeah. ugh, like. And the thing is, is like I don't, I don't mind Steve Carell as an actor. I actually, I actually really like a lot of the things he's done, especially his stuff outside of comedy. Like I think he's a phenomenal actor, and it's probably why he's such a good actor, and why I hate Michael Scott so much because he plays that character so well. But Fox I, catcher. I hate Michael Scott. Like it's just his voice. You just don't. 
his his mannerisms his shitty that's what she said like that's what she said every time someone starts off with that's what dude i've watched three seasons and i'm pretty sure there are episodes where he says it over a dozen times Mm, I question that. Uh, I episodes where he's done. It's not that bad. It's awful, dude. It's fucking but it's, awful. It's not a bad show, though. But, I, you know, I, but, I really do think it's a good my, show. My, there's, there's, awesome. there are two redeeming factors of the office. My favorite characters in that show isn't Michael Scott. It, it's the, Jim, the, the problem Jim is, is Michael Scott Blyden is in every episode and... for the most part. Well, most of the characters are in every episode. I get that. And like you said, it's about The Office. But 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 here's the thing. Michael Scott's always in the forefront. I I get, like, Dwight, I think is hilarious. And the problem is I just, I can't, when Michael Scott's on the screen, it just hurts me to watch. But also, I do have to say, what The Office did capture probably better than, uh, definitely better than Parks and Rec, and probably better than most, is the flirtation love between... (laughs) pb and j all pam oh. and jim is it's it's too adorable for words so you've but. never seen the wedding episode then uh no i will i want there was a wedding episode of what's her name the other the other lady in the office but i'm guessing pam and jim, I, I know pam and jim eventually get married somebody ruined yeah. it for and, me they, and they have a kid Jesus, so, stop ruining the show. I'm never going to watch it. I'm just kidding. I'm never watching so, that shit. But, but the Jim and Pam wedding episode is probably my one of my favorites because not only is it hilarious, but it also has a lot of very good heartfelt moments um, that, like, seriously almost makes you teary-eyed if you watch, like, the whole show through. And there's – so there's one part <laughs> in the wedding episode where Dwight – in the morning is eating breakfast after having sex the night before and he's stuffing his whole mouth and they said why are you eating so fast and he's like i made love i need to i need to eat i'm a ravenous animal this <laughs> is funny i don't know like, way to go Dwight. <laughs> and here's the thing like there are funny mo- i just i can't like there are shows well, i can sit and binge and enjoy endlessly and the office is nowhere near the list of shows like that for me yeah, see, that's weird, man, because I, I just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just something about, I watch it, like, and, God, it was just so funny to me. I don't know. That's just me, though. I respect that, though, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you, too, Kenny. I do think it's really funny, but I'm also with Matt, to where Michael Scott is extremely annoying, and it is kind of like nails on a chalkboard sometime, uh, just watching Michael Scott, because it's just... Something about his character is super annoying, like even an, though Steve Carell's a good actor. Like if a care if the, one of the episodes, like because I just recently I I went through basically the whole season three. I get and, you know, I've I've watched one, two, and three, and because I just I'll I'll turn it on when I'm doing you know like editing for the podcasts or something like that, or I'm, I'm writing articles or doing work at home, and you know that'll be one that I you know I try to go in the background. But if there's an episode where there's too much Michael Scott, I literally get a headache. Like I'm like oh. Fuck! Like, I cannot stand this guy. Hmm. Yeah, it, he is. He his own. Point. That's cool. And though. my own is correct. So, um, <laughs> I got one. Kenny, what well, is an, what is a show that you hate that everybody loves? Doctor Who. 
All right, you 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 stole my number two because I can't get into Doctor <laughs> Who either. Like, and I've tried with Doctor Who a lot. Like, I've tried with three different doctors on Doctor Who, and I can't I can't like it. I just can't. It's it, not here's, it's here's not good. It is shitty. Know, it's awful. I don't know <laughs> if it was as much of Doctor Who itself. I tried to watch an episode before. I can't do it. Or if it's the fans. Maybe I just hate Whovians. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm okay with Whovians. I think Whovians are kind of cool. I've had some great conversations with Whovians. Um, but the the issue I have with Doctor Who is it just sucks. It gets bad. Like, it just is not a good show. <laughs> It's not you, well you know, done. Like, and everybody's like, "It's cheap British media. Like, you have to love it for what it is." I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't have to love it for what it is because it's not good. Like, it's just not good." Yeah. Hey, you know, like how they say, you don't judge a book by its cover. I I judge Doctor Who by its cover, and <laughs> I, I, I judge the shit out of Doctor Who. I never even watched a single episode of that, and I'm glad. It's because rough, it, man. I, it's I'm pretty good show. at judging books by the cover when it comes to TV shows. And I, I just, I love dry British humor, but there's nothing. I just, I sit there and I, I literally, I have, I will, I've watched basically every Din, David Tennant episode, the 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 Doctor before him that I just can't think of, Ecclestein, whatever his, his name is, and uh, Matt. Uh, whatever Matt, whatever his name is, his doctor stuff, and I literally will sit there and watch episodes. And I will not laugh an entire episode. I will not feel like I went on a great journey with the doctor or his companions. Ah, uh, it's just rough, man. It, it looks boring to me. It's, so I've never even delved into not it. Not great at all. It just isn't. Matt Smith is the other doctor that I couldn't think of. Um. But yeah, not not a huge fan. I think it's Matt Smith. It's probably not Matt Smith. I don't give enough of a shit about some of the doctors. So if you want to correct us about Doctor Who, uh, send all your upset emails to mess with you one fifty at mousecore.com. He'll he'll talk to you about it. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, what about a show that you oh, do not like that everybody loves? Dude, uh, I loathe this show and. Everybody loves it. It seems is the Big Bang Theory. I hate it. Oh, the Big Bang Theory, really? I I, I, I hate I'm it. I'm cool with Big. Ba I actually haven't watched the last few seasons because I heard that. Uh, uh, what's it? Why can't I think of yeah. any of the characters right now? I heard they get married, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get any spoilers. <laughs> like, I can't wait to see the marriage. See, I don't, I don't, I, I, I watched a couple seasons way back. I, it, it, it get the, the, the whole joke behind people being I, don't, I hate i even hate the word you know geek you know i mean people just having a passion for something kind of bothers me because i feel like that's what the whole show's about is kind of ripping on people who are you know nerds or who are really into something or people who are really smart you know and that stuff kind of bothers me but like i still i don't hate the show i don't watch it anymore but i don't hate it i won't yeah. freak out if it's on tv that it's, is the only not on my dvr on my that i actually hate that is the only yeah. show on my list that i actually hate i just think it's it's not funny it's yeah. never made me laugh and i'm just like i've seen probably two and a half maybe three episodes max and uh, no, I'll, yeah, doesn't do it for me. I'll, I'll give the Big Bang Theory a little love, just because I've watched a lot of episodes. I've I've never seen them like back to back to back. I've never like been able to follow a whole storyline because it's not on my DVR, and I don't like once the season starts, I'm not watching it every week. Um, but I've watched quite a few episodes. I, I think there's some good, cool characters on there. Um, 
but yeah, for the most part, not one of my favorites. But I, it's not, it's not, it hasn't made my list. So, uh, yeah, it just God, doesn't do it for me. Kenny stole my number two, so um, I got another one. <laughs> okay, what's what's your next one? Um, opening notepad. <laughs> opening uh, the notepad. Listen to it open. Oh, it's only three, one. Kenny. And everyone hates me is probably really mad for this. Married with children. Oh, really? You don't like Mar- Dude, Married Dude, Married with so Children fuck. is. Oh, why fuck don't you like Al that Bundy. show? What? Fuck Al you don't Bundy. Like Al, Al Bundy, Bundy is the greatest. No. Dude, he is the he's, greatest. He's amazing in that show. You know what I think it is? So here's the part. <laughs> he's so good. Here's what I think it is. You know what I really think it is? And this sounds stupid. The intro song. Love and marriage. I yeah, Love I don't, I don't like the intro song. Oh, you're making me cringe. <laughs> Go together like a horse and carriage. This <laughs> I tell you. I think it's like brother. It's like brother and mother. It's like one of those others. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. it was. And I think it was something like I hated that song. The, uh, other. I think. I think it's because I hated that song, and so then growing up, whenever it when came that on, song TV, came on, <laughs> I would have to change it really quick, and I would like freak out if I couldn't change it in now, time. Now, Kenny, I I do kind of relate a little bit. It is a little dry, a little bland, uh, but Al Bundy, man, it's just he's hard not to love in that show. Oh, he's and easy. He treats not to people love. like garbage. He treats people like garbage, and he gets away with it. It's hilarious. Nah, I just can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in. Uh, so, and I don't know if everybody loves this show, but I, lo- I know a lot of people that do, and that's why I had to put it on my list, um, is Arrow on the CW. Um, I think it's I think it's garbage. I think it's, I think it's terrible writing, terrible acting. Um, I don't like anything that goes on with Arrow at all. Um, and I'm actually going to think of a third show as well, since Kenny took Doctor Who. I, that was going to be my that was going to be my big reveal was Doctor Who, but I'm glad t- Kenny took it. So I, I don't feel alone now that I know that. Actually, I don't know. I don't know why I would have thought that you liked it anyways, Kenny. I, I was sure you would have not liked it anyways. So, um, but yeah, Arrow. I hate Arrow. I'm done with Arrow. I, I tried. I've tried and tried and tried. Screw that show, man. It's always promoted so hard at Comic Con. It is, and I hate it. Dude, that was another one of those. Matt, guess what? That was another one of those shows where I judged it by its cover and was was like, (laughs) not watching it. Judged it by its cover, and I was judged it by its cover. I was like, nope, and was correct. I got, I got one more. Get it. Uh, And I feel like originally it was decent, but now it's just horrendous. Uh, Family Guy. Mm. Uh, I, I like Family Guy. I haven't watched it in so long. Like it's been a really long time since I've watched Family Guy. It's so it's so I, overrun with the little the random scenes. Yeah, it's so overrun by that now. It's just horrendous. You can't even keep up with an episode because all it is is oh yeah, I like that one time. Remember that moment when uh Oh, like that one time with John Wayne. It just reminds me of the South Park episode with the manatees. Have you guys seen that one where they're making fun of uh, South Park and The Simpsons? No. And, yes. and they're, they're like, oh, Simpsons let's... did it. 
Well, they're they're saying like I forgot how it goes, but they basically end up in a big room and they say, yeah, because this is how we write our shows. We have these manatees in here, and then we have these balls that are there's an oh, and there's an adjective and there's a location. And once they get three balls in, we write that as part of the show. And that was their <laughs> whole joke about Family Guy because everything is <laughs> this person in a location doing something, and that's all that's the, the one where that's the one where Cartman keeps on talking about how much he hates Family Guy. Yeah, it's like, I yeah, hate definitely. family game. <laughs> uh, so you want to hear my uh, second one? That's probably going to be pretty controversial. And it's not a hate on this one. It's definitely not a hate. It's just that I didn't get it. Like, I don't get why it was loved so much. Entourage. Oh, dude. I hate Entourage. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I didn't entourage get it. Like, was I was bad. just like, why is this show such a hit? I was like, this is not that good. I mean, I didn't, like, hate it, hate it. I didn't hate it like I hated the Big Bang Theory because that's just annoying to me, the Big Bang Theory, because everybody's like, oh, the Big Bang Theory is so funny. I'm like, it's not. It's not funny. But with this show, it's, it's more not. of a – It's like I just don't get it. Like I don't know why people are so into it. Yeah. It's like it's it, not that good of a show. It's not well done. Dang. Yeah, I hate it. I've not ever been a fan of Entourage. I've always thought it was terrible. Never yeah, entertained I, I, me. I just I, I don't get that how why that show is so popular. I'm just like really. I watched like two or three episodes and I was like, this is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, God no. Now I'm like out of I because I, I literally my list was <laughs> my list was Doctor Who, Office, and then um, God I was thinking of it early and I forgot to write it down. Why can't why did I not write it down? Um, but you guys didn't say it, and I don't care enough to talk about it, so we're done. Uh, you guys say any other TV shows? I agree with you on Entourage, uh, though. I got I'm, one. I'm, I hate left. Entourage. I got one left with the, and this is totally never even watched it, just judging it by its cover. That I know I wouldn't like it. Oh, I know what I had. Never mind. Okay, go ahead, Nick. I know what I had. I got it back. But I've literally never watched the show, but I have no interest to watch it. All right, lost. Same. I have no interest. To, Lost, I have no interest to watch it. Lost was actually pretty good for a few seasons, and then it got really bad, and then it got okay, and then it was just over. I never watched it either. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just had never had any interest in watching it because it just looked so boring. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah. But everybody swears by it that I've talked to. They're like, oh, Lost is such a great show. I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, here's one, so here's my third one. Um, Smallville. Hated Smallville. Never watched it. Oh, yeah, it, it was never, pretty cheesy, but I, never I did be a love part it. Of it. Basically, and I said Arrow earlier, so anything CW superhero for the most part, except for The Flash, is awesome. So... Pretty pretty much anything, uh, but everything else uh, is awful. It, yeah, oh, Flash is good. Those, everything else, all is those bad. all those channels in general, I never even think about watching shows on them because I just know they're gonna suck. Well, so, so I checked because yeah. I was trying to catch up on like I tried to watch Arrow, I tried to watch Legends of Tomorrow, and they're just all bad. Like none of them are good, and. So what I actually started watching though on the CW app on Apple TV is Penn and Teller's Fool Us. This show is so fantastic because first of all, 
I'm a sucker for some magic. I love some stage magic. I love magicians. I've always been a huge fan of it. And the Penn and Teller Foolish show is like literally people trying are like doing their best tricks and Penn and Teller shoot holes in it. Like they're like, ah, oh, we do this, we saw this, we saw that. You didn't fool us, have a good night. Like, <laughs> oh man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> man, I've seen this show and I, it's I actually fantastic like it. I like it. Because when they actually fool Penn and Teller and Penn and Teller are just like yeah, we have no fucking clue what happened. Great job. You win some money. Here you go. Have a great <laughs> night. <laughs> it's fan- awesome. It's fantastic. I do recommend, like, I know you, you just said you don't watch anything on CW. You never watch, like, Pin and Teller Fool Us on CW. And you can watch it for free on the CW app on, like, your Apple TVs or anything like that. It's fantastic. It really is really good. Yeah, Kenny, you should give that one a try because I've seen about five or six episodes of that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's got like four seasons, and I binged it hard. It was awesome. I watched it all the time for a, lo- a couple months. Hmm. Very big it. fan. Big fan. Even though I've only seen six episodes. Well, this episode has had a lot of hate in it already, so I, I want to talk about some positive things now, unless you guys have anything you want to hate on for a little while. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, so... First off, uh, Octopath Traveler update. So Octopath Traveler is the sequel to, um, why can't I think of the name of it right now? Uh, Kenny, awesome 3DS game, turn-based, old-school looking. Why can't I think of it? Bravely Default. Stuff, yes, Bravely but... Default. Yes, absolutely. So the sequel yeah. to Bravely Default. Yes. So they so they did a they did like a beta release earlier in the year, and they released two characters. And then they asked for surveys of how they can make the game better. Well, they actually took player feedback and added things like job combos. So now you can combine different jobs and create a character with multiple job definitions. Um, And they've actually added um, more abilities to each job. Uh, They've updated a couple of fighting systems, things like that as well. And so they took the player feedback, have implemented it into the game, and it's set for release in July. Ooh, that's a quick... Good, because I... I purposely didn't play that beta much because I was like, I'm going to ruin the game. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it. Because uh, I know me. I'm not going to play through it again. I know I won't. No, so. absolutely. I, and I agree with you on that. So uh, I just thought it was really cool. I was It was awesome to hear they took some feedback and they were, they've implemented it into the game. So good for them, man. Way to go. Uh, that, that's awesome to hear. So way to, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Octopath Traveler on that. Uh, did you guys ever watch? There's an old school cartoon. Uh, it was a movie. It was called Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Do you remember this? Wow. No. No. It's getting a remake. I loved it as a kid. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, this was one where uh, Andrew Paramo and I used to talk about this one all the time when we'd go out and drinking and stuff like that. We'd always talk about this movie. It was fantastic. It was a ton of fun. Uh, Travis Strikes Again for uh, uh, Travis Touchdown Strikes Again is going to they finally got a release date for this year. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered coming out in May for the Switch is confirmed. So I think that will be fantastic. Uh, Dark Souls. Yep, and they're going to be doing a uh. they're going to be doing a network test on the Switch, so everybody will be able to get a like a free demo of the game, I think, or it'll be like a pre order thing. And they're going to do a network test uh, to see how the Nintendo network does with uh, kind of talking in between the games uh, and, you know, entering people's games, things like that for Dark Souls. So I thought that was going to be awesome. 
I'm so sick of remakes, man. Yeah, they 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 they're doing that. But um, speaking of more remakes, uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is coming, uh, and. This was one that I thought was really awesome, though, was Undertale is coming to the Switch. So I'm super stoked for that. Also, the uh, Fractured Butthole is coming out later this year for the Switch. So I, I think I'll, that's when I'll probably finally pick up Fractured Butthole is yeah, when it hits the Switch. Uh, so it's on nice. April 24th. It's dropping for the Switch. It's, it's, it's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to interject right here. It kind of bothers me that these games are releasing for big consoles and then months later they're coming to the Switch. Uh, this could have all been done at the same time because there's plenty of games that I play that I'm like, man, that would have been a cool experience on Switch. I agree. Yeah, I agree. especially the Fractured But Whole. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have worked too. Yeah, Little yeah. Nightmares is also going to get a release for the Switch, but the one that I really wish hadn't gotten a release for the Switch is Crash Bandicoot. That was a shit show on the PS4 release, all the remastered stuff, and I'm I will not even touch it on the Switch. Um, but there's just Maybe a little bit of news. There's, the there's a little shot of news for everybody uh, on some of that good stuff. I, I doubt it. That The controls were so archaic. If they don't go back in and fix those controls, there's no reason to play that game because they are busted. Gotcha. What game? Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. The, the remaster, oh, the, yeah. the new yeah. remastered Crash. Oh, uh, so I was so every once in a while I get on like these YouTube deep dives, right? Like I'll be on YouTube and I'm diving in, I'm diving in. All of a sudden I'm like, I'm way out of nowhere on how I got to the this these videos that I'm now watching because it's nowhere near anything I started. And I found this wonderful little video that I think you might like, Kenny, because I know you're such a fan of the movie Moana. Just watched it tonight. <laughs> so there is a version of YouTube that has a Moana version without any water or people on YouTube. And I want you guys to guess how long this video is. Well, what is you, Moana? You, you guess, Nick, because I've already looked it up. Oh, you already looked it up, Kenny? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what I don't even know what Moana is. Moana's the Disney cartoon where she's the, on the water, the island girl, she's singing great songs and their hair and the and the wind. Okay. With Maui. Um, You're welcome. I'm gonna just... oh, Come on, Kenny. Oh. Yeah, Nick, I know sorry. what you're talking about now. All right, um, I want to say um, I want to say something ridiculous, like eighty-seven hours. <laughs> it's without water or people, so it has things removed. Normally, an hour so, and forty-five so minute Moana, movie. So this movie is about a girl on an island uh, going on this adventure. Are you really going to recap the whole it. thing right now? Are you going to recap the whole thing right now? At this no, I'm trying to give Nick preference <laughs> of where it, it's, it's located. It's the one with the rock, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The okay. Pixar flick just, with the rock. Okay, I just hadn't seen it yet. Or Disney Pixar. Um, Anyways. I'm, I'm, to, I'm just going to assume that it's one of those things where it's like forever. Like okay. One of those long ass 24 hour. Well, you're, you're completely wrong because they're removing things. And if you remove all of the water and all of the people out of Moana, it is a 51 second clip on YouTube. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I just thought that was funny uh, uh, when I found it. I was like, I got to talk about this on the show because I bet you Kenny will watch it. <laughs> 51 second did. clip. Yeah, it's I already, just, already I over. Just did. It's while done. while Nick yep. was trying to figure out what the hell we were talking about, Kenny's already watched it. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. So I made a huge blunder as a fan of this great show called Silicon Valley. You guys corrected me on our last episode telling me that it was already out, already on HBO, and I was baffled by this. I couldn't believe I missed the, uh, the premiere of it. Um, but I went and started watching it, man, and I've, I've just caught up with it. I've watched all three episodes out right now. And holy shit, it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good again. I love how great this show is. I wish you guys watched it I have so not, we could talk I have about not it. Been able to I wish. I would pay, I would pay serious it. extra money if HBO Go just let me download their episodes. Just saying. I really would because I watch <laughs> everything on my lunch break at work. And uh, I would totally of, be watching through Silicon Valley. It would be great. One of these days I'm going to binge watch it. One of these days. It's fantastic. I highly, 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 highly recommend it. It's great. It this season is just as good as any of the others. Um, yeah, it's. I God, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, you guys watch any cool movies? Sweet Docs? Anything like that? I watched one where it was uh, nothing, nothing special. It had Britney Snow in it. Kind of an independent film. It was IFC. Britney Snow, she's a she's an actress that's in a, quite a few movies. She's younger, blonde hair. Uh, also, I think it was one of the last movies that um, Home Alone Dad did. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Home Alone Papa? Uh, yeah. It was called uh, Would You Rather. Okay. So Would you rather was, have a drinking game? It was super game, predictable. Or not? It was a super predictable movie. Yeah, it's entertaining, I would say, but it was the premise of it was basically uh, this rich guy involved uh, invites a bunch of people that are down and out of their luck, down and out, and just have had a streak of bad luck, and he invites them to dinner, and he says they're going to play a game, mm-hmm. and the game basically is like, would you rather do this horrible thing to yourself, or would you rather do this horrible thing to the person sitting across from you? And that's the whole entire movie. That's weird. And that's creepy. Until until everybody dies. And one person's left. So it's it like the new good. shitty movie coming out called Truth or Dare? Pretty much. But already <laughs> out and done IFC. Yeah. Got it. Way to go, IFC. It was, an, it was an independent movie. Way to beat them to the punch, IFC. Yeah. Uh, I actually went and watched uh, a couple of flicks. Uh, I, last episode we talked about, I went and saw Isle of Dogs. Did I talk about that last episode? Do you guys remember talking you about did. that? Okay. You did. Yeah, you did. Couldn't remember if I saw that. But I did see Quiet, A Quiet Place. That was phenomenal. How's that? Phenomenal. Oh, it's... Fantastic. I did not know John Krasinski also directed and wrote that thing. Yeah, I heard about that. I did not hear about that until at the end of the movie it said, directed by John Krasinski, and I went, holy shit, that's awesome, because it was a really good movie. Speaking about Jim from The Office, he crushed it in A Quiet Place. Um, So a good, scary movie. It's fantastic, man, and it's not like cheap scary. Like It's not like just trying to jump out and catch a cheap, scary movie. Like It is... So think about like where... Like, movies like The Shining, right? Where the cold was a character, right? Like, it was a bad place to be out in the cold in The Shining, right? Um, right. In The Thing, same kind of thing, right? The cold was a character. You don't want to be out in the cold in the, during The Thing. Uh, you don't want to be in space during the alien flick. Um, you don't want to be in the water during Deep Blue Sea, right? Like, all of right. these things are terrible, horrible environment things that equal danger in a movie, and they create a lot of tense moments. Well, fucking A Quiet Place, 
they took the one thing that makes a lot of movies amazing and it's sound sound i've never been more terrified by noise in my life than watching a quiet place it was wow. fantastic um you you want the quiet in that movie and what's really cool is they pull everything out they pull the scores they pull all the sound around you there, there are like little kind of footprints like that's the most sound you'll get in a lot of the movie these little like pitter patter gotcha but no, that's all you get that's all you're getting what about like twigs breaking that's all they're they're, they're smart enough to not be breaking twigs if you watch the trailer they're putting sand on the road so that their their sound is muffled and there at the very this beginning at the very beginning of the film your one of your first scenes they show you the danger of sound and ever at the rest of the movie you are terrified to hear anything in the film and it is fantastic. I don't want to over talk it right now. I don't want to over spoil it. I'm not going to over hype it for you guys. Um, I think the trailers revealed a little too much, honestly. And I, 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 I've already ranted about trailers ruining fucking movies before. And uh, there, there were a couple of scenes that got ruined and, and had kind Aww. of the, the punch taken out of this film, unfortunately. I hate it when they do if that. If you've only seen the very first trailer of this film, though... It is going to be like the most amazing experience we've ever had. But here's the thing. I've watched all the trailers for A Quiet Place. I've watched them all multiple times because I sit in theaters all the damn time trying to hit 100 movies in the theater in a year. And it was still probably one of my favorite films of the year right now. Um, it, it was awesome. phenomenal. I had a ton of fun watching it. And it's the first time watching a silent film for the most part where I'm sitting in my chair wondering why the fuck I'm sweating. Like, why am I sweaty right now? Like, I'm so sweaty. I'm so tense. I'm so, like, it was, you were on the edge of your seat. You were having a great time. And Krasinski crushes it. I also want to give a shout out to, and I'm going to look I this up. I love him as an actor. I think and Emily really Blunt is in it too. You know, here's yeah, the thing. Emily Blunt's really good as well in the film. Like, she's fantastic. So Krasinski, I never really watched a lot of his stuff. Like, anytime he was in a movie, I was always like, man, he's a really good actor. I wish I would have liked The Office more. Um, and that's another, actually one of the reasons why I'm rewatching The Office because I want to watch Krasinski. Like I'm, I'm only watching and rewatching this. I know I just talked about how I hated The Office. I'm watching it for Krasinski. Like I was really impressed with him in A Quiet Place, and I and I've really enjoyed him in a lot of other films uh, recently, especially. Um, but the the one girl, Millicent Simmons, the the girl who plays the daughter. Um, in this film, I, I want to, I need to look up, I'm, I'm looking at her IMDb page right now and it's not really saying anything at this moment. Um, but if she in fact is truly deaf, uh, this is other level awesome acting and not like for a deaf girl, for any girl. Like I want to, her to be in as many things as possible, whether she's hearing able or hearing impaired, this little girl was phenomenal. She had so much emotion. She had so much expression on her face. And kudos to Krasinski for being able to capture that with a young actress like, actress like she, this on the so screen. So she could be like she, the next Marley Matlin. She is deaf in real life. Awesome. Because you know why? Here's the other reason why. 
I think the uh, the 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 community uh, of disabilities for the deaf. This is a character that they are going to love and they are going to be able to enjoy for years to come as long as we keep her on the screen because she deserves it. She's amazing. I hope that she is placed into more films and people are smart enough to work their scripts around this little girl because she's amazing in it. She is absolutely a crusher in this film. That's awesome. And is, with, she, is she hearing impaired or is she just completely deaf to where she has Kenny was looking at that right there. No it, just said, it just said she is deaf in real life. So there you go. She's deaf. <laughs> yeah. So um, the one of the really cool things about this little girl, though, and, and with the movie is when you're when you're taking when the movie is taking place from other people's point of views, like uh, Krasinski's or the little boys or Emily Blunt's or anything like that. You can hear some of the uh, like ambient sounds of the world around you. When you go to her point of view, it all goes silent. There's not a Ooh, sound creepy. in the theater from her point of view. And I love That's how it creepy. changes like that between, and it creates a lot of tension. And it's really, really good. It's really, really well done. Um, and I'm going to stop talking about it because I fucking loved the film. I cannot, I will not be able to say enough good things about this flick so without Matt, ruining it. About with what you're saying, would you go ahead and kind of like how Get Out was kind of that movie uh, last year? Would you say that this is the Get Out of this year? Uh, no, because Get Out, Get Out completely surprised me. Like I didn't see Get Out coming at all. Um, I watched. I was overly anticipating A Quiet Place. What A Quiet Place did is it lived up and it's one of the few movies that actually uh, kind of went above and beyond my expectations of a film uh, where I still had my expectations really high for it. Now where a quiet place and get out are really good is they create a fantastic uh, environment for that world and a quiet place is doing a really great job just like get out did last year, but two completely separate films, two completely separate, uh, uh, stories behind them and right. uh, you know they, they are very different in that but I, I know what you're saying Nick uh, as far as that that tense movie that's that suspense film that is going to carry throughout the rest of the year and nothing will probably top it absolutely gotcha yeah because suspense films um horror flicks movies like that thrillers hardly ever get nominated for an academy award yeah. but get out did she was so good i was good. wondering if this is on the same level she to was, where it could possibly was... get nominated i i don't i i you know this is one of those ones you'd love to see get nominated but you know it never will because the academy just ain't going to give enough of a shit about it honestly um because there still are some like some just there's fun moments you know there are there are some they're they're a little out of place but there are just some really fun moments in here where you know Krasinski and Emily Blunt just had some fucking fun doing them. And that's what really made me even like this movie and, more for and that. And Krasinski and Emily Blunt are married in real life, They too, are, and I had no idea about this yeah. again because I don't follow Krasinski enough. So. I didn't know until my wife told me. I was like, really? They're married? Yeah. I She's like, yeah. I, I, I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, and I, I actually will probably go see it again, and I will, I will gladly take the hit on my quest for 100. If I fall behind one, it'll be because I watched A Quiet Place a couple extra times in the theater, probably. All right. 
Um, I have to take Leslie to see that. Yeah, I absolutely recommend it. Now the other one that uh, this actually this was it was it was good. I don't know if it was great. If it's going to go down as one of the greatest comedies of all time, absolutely not. It'll never hit that mark. But it was a very fun time and had a lot of really good laughs. Cock blockers. <laughs> that was one that Heather really wants to go see. I'm going to tell you right now, Kenny. If you guys are getting drunk in San Diego and you got some time to go watch a flick, go watch Cock Blockers. Yeah, but Aaron said it was really good too. It was a lot of fun, man. It was it was really funny. Uh, John Cena. Uh, you know, I, I've always liked some of the stuff he's done. Like, I never thought he was great or anything like that. I just always thought he had some funny moments and, you know, he had really good timing comedically and things like that. He he was fantastic in this movie. He was so much fun in this movie. I, I really enjoyed John Cena. Uh, Judd Apatow's wife, I cannot think of her name right now. I'm sorry to her. I don't mean to, like, diminish your great stature of an actress. You are fantastic. I can't think of her name right now. IMDb to the rescue. Da, 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 da. Um, but also Ike, Ike Barinholtz uh, is also really good in Cockblockers. And I'm, are you talking about Leslie Mann? Uh, is that her name? I don't know. I I just it's not even like ringing a bell. Yeah, I, to think, me. I, I think it's Leslie. Uh, wait, it's, maybe I'm wrong. If it's Leslie, there's people yelling at us right now listening to this. Go like, yes, that's the name. Yes, Leslie Mann nailed it. Uh, Leslie Mann knocked it out of the park. All of the the girls in the show, all the the daughters in the show are in the movie, not in the show, the movie. They're all really good little actresses too. Like they they are fantastic actresses. Um, they, I had a really good. It was a lot of fun watching them as well. And it actually there was some moments in there that actually had a little bit of heart. That had a really cool little story about just kind of growing up and how shitty it is to be a kid uh, in a world right now where it's just it's tough. You know, there's just a lot of pressure and a lot of things you're supposed to be doing as a kid. And I thought the movie handled it really well, where it didn't get too sappy with it, but it addressed it in a way where. Uh, it, it made you think a little bit harder about what some of these kids, you know, some of, you know, yeah, there's a lot of pretentious little assholes that are entitled out there, millennials, you fuckers. Um, but at the same time, you know, there, there's a lot of pressure on them at the same time. So I, uh, I, I think that, um, it was a great movie. It handled it really well and it was really funny in a lot of different parts. Um, and don't be afraid of, a, uh, some good cock and balls in the movie. Cause there are definitely those running around a couple times. So enjoy. Really? <laughs> I, th I think in the previews it's just called Blockers. I think it's just, the movie's just called Blockers, but there's a cock on it. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> I said cock blockers at the ticket counter, and they gave me a ticket for it. They knew what I was talking about. So Yeah, there's a big poster right off the fruit by where I live that has blockers and then a picture of a rooster above it. I'm like, okay. Cock gotcha. Cock blockers. <laughs> Yep, I had a lot of fun this week, man. This last week and a half or so, I had a lot of fun. I, I watched some really fun movies. I had a ton of fun doing it, man. I and watched some great shows. Um, anything else you guys want to chat about? Any video games you guys have been playing? Anything like that? Before we get out of here, we, we've uh, we've been running pretty good, so I think that's about time to call it. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Yeah, that's all barefoot. That's why I'll barefoot for Kenny. Nick, where can everybody find you, man? We heard uh, Raider0314. You can also find me on Twitter. On Twitter? What? On Twitter. What? Yeah. For real. The tweeter. Yeah, finally. The twits. The Twitter. Nice. The tweet. 
Nice, nice, nice. Uh, well, you guys can find me at the Big Papa Matt on malice-corp.com. This is um, Nerd Mosh Pit. We are part of the family of podcasts with Malice Core. Um, but also follow us on Twitter at Nerd Mosh Pit. If you want to join in the conversation, that's the best place to get a hold of us and say hello. But you can also email us at nerdmoshpit at gmail.com, uh, where we like to have a lot of fun with you guys as well. We really do appreciate it. Remember to like, subscribe, share with all your friends, your family. You can also hit me up on PlayStation Network at Son of Maku, S O N O F M A K U. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks a lot and have a great night. Bye. On <laughs> It's been fun. Don't come back. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction.